Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pastor Adam's podcast. In Espanol, my nickname is El Tigre Chino. Because my knowledge will bite her face off. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pastor Adam's podcast. You were serious about that? Hey everybody, Pastor Adam back at it today. I know last Saturday couldn't make it. So busy, still so busy, as I said, Wednesday too, but we are here. I want to bring this up. Uh, Last week I was talking to a good friend from Chicago. He was in a band with me good guy, uh, about my podcast. He didn't know I had a podcast. I don't know how it kind of came up, but he's like, I didn't know you had a podcast, so I sent it to him, right? Now you may be thinking, well, if he is such a good friend, how did he not know that you had a podcast? And that's a that's a legit question. I mean, I've only been doing it for two years on Facebook, in which he is a friend of mine on. Uh, so you'd think he would have seen it. Maybe he would have, like, looked for it. I don't know. But who knows? Anyways, I asked him if he liked it. And uh, and if, if he does, is the only reason he likes it because he knows me? And do you think that other people who don't know me would like it if they stumble upon this podcast? And he gave me this gem of constructive criticism, which was pretty much I need to be more focused. So here's his text verbatim here. So it says, so if you didn't, this is me. So if you didn't know me, would you find my podcast entertaining enough to continue listening? And he said, I would suggest focus more. I like to get to know you. I like to get to know you stuff and your anecdotes, but tie it back to your point sooner. And I mean, he's trying to help, but. You just don't get it, do you? You don't. That's kind of what I do. I go on rants. I get distracted. I talk about all sorts of nonsense for who knows how long. But what I talk about before the devotional or whatever eventually does tie into what I'm talking about. It's this wizardry that I do here. I can take something ridiculous and nonsensical and put it in and somehow transition it right into the, the topic at hand. Now, this really only refers to my devotionals because the non-devotionals podcast are more of a, a Seinfeld type of thing, you know, a show about nothing. Although my Saturday podcasts usually have a general topic, I think. Oh, well. One more thing I, I want to say, because it's the, the still the get to know you kind of parts, right? I had mentioned previously how I have this dog, Millie Bobby Hound, which is... A Bassett Beagle mix. Um, and you know those those Joe Biden stickers that uh, has a picture of him kind of pointing up and it says, I did that. You find them at gas stations mostly uh, on the pumps and grocery stores. Well, I want to get some of those stickers like that made, but not of Joe Biden with a photo of 
my dog, Millie Bobby Hound. It can have her like pointing with a paw while saying, I did that. Now, I won't be selling those, but I will be sticking them up all over my house as to where she has destroyed things. So let me just run down some things. Like, So there'd be a sticker on the stairs where she shredded and ripped the carpet up. Um, there would be one by my window because she had chewed up the wood knob at the end of the blind string. You know that you move the blinds? Um, there would be one on the, the corner of my coffee table that she's decided to make a chew toy. Uh, there'd be one on the stain on the rug where she peed and vomited. Uh, we would have them right by my remote control that she had chewed for my sound bar that has teeth marks all in it. Um, the doormat, another one on the ground pointing to it because she took the doormat and shredded part of that. Uh, the shoe organizer that she um, has the, all the different shoes that she's taken out and chewed. Mostly flip-flops, uh, um, but also there's like a little bin now that all the kids that Lauren watches for daycare, uh, they're all chewed up, so we'd have a sticker on that box. Um, we'd have them all along the backyard to all the holes that she's digging up. And this really nice uh, decorative wood bird that was given to us as a gift that's all chewed up on the coffee table, so there'd be a sticker right by that too. Because she is the spawn of Satan. She is a devil dog. Those stickers will at least let people know it's her fault instead of friends coming over thinking that we live in a dump. That we live like Sanford and Son. I mean, for sure, we live in a dump now, but that's because the devil dog, Millie. She is the worst. <sighs> anyway, speaking of the worst, today I'm going to talk in length about retail. Pretty much Walmart and malls and Amazon, that type of stuff. So this all stems from a trip to Walmart. I need to get a few things and I thought this was going to be a quick and easy trip. So first, when you get into Walmart, nowadays there are personal shoppers. So there's people, Lauren does this too. She has Walmart delivered to us. I'd rather just go and get it, although now I'm second-guessing my that viewpoint. Um, or you can come pick up. They, they go get the, the your groceries, and you pick it up there in the back, right? Both are miserable options. I have a lot to say about those. Maybe not today, but sometimes. Maybe today. Uh, but so when you go in, there is, it seems like a thousand personal shoppers. They're everywhere, and they have these gigantic like trailers with them that they can stack everything up on. There's bins and, and all that. And they just clog up the aisles. And But the good news is when you when they're blocking things that you need to get to and you ask them to move, they're super reasonable and nice about it. No, they're not. They're rude. And then when you ask them for help, because there's a thousand of them, you know, there. So you would think if their job is to find things that's on their list for someone shopping... They know where things are at. So when you ask them to help you, like, hey, I need to find this. They're like, <sighs> and then they slowly pull out their phone and they get on the Walmart app to look to see what aisle it is. And it's just like, it puts them out. It's ridiculous. And by the way, if we're talking about delivery, we get delivery at the time. They get it wrong a lot. 
We get things that we never ordered. We don't get things that we ordered. My wife's constantly calling saying this is wrong, whatever. It's, it's not good. So here's an issue that I had. I needed to go there and get sauerkraut. Now, I don't, I don't like sauerkraut. I think it's disgusting. It smells terrible. It's awful, but it's a condiment for brats. I was cooking brats and I needed sauerkraut for the weirdos who like that on their brats. I prefer only ketchup. That is also, it's frowned upon. Most people think that that's a problem. They have a problem with me putting ketchup on my brats. And it's like, they just condemn me. Like, how could, how dare you put ketchup on your brat? I'm like, because it's delicious. They're like, it, and they're like, yet, check this out. None of them have ever tried it. None of them have ever, they can't even wrap their mind. But if you did, maybe you would find something very delicious. It's called fusion. A lot of times, you know, we, we watch these cooking shows and they said, I want to do some sort of a fusion. Take this and this, put it together. doesn't seem like it would work, but it does. That's what I'm telling you about ketchup on a brat. And Pastor Mike here, he's argued with me at length about putting ketchup on it. He goes, that's not how it's done. I go, says who? The Germans. The Germans made brat, whatever. And I was like, do we need to take advice from the Germans? No. I happen to be German. My name is Briel. I have German blood in me, right? But uh, Germans did a lot of things uh, not so great. I mean, there was the Holocaust. Are we going to start taking advice from the Germans thinking they know everything? I don't think so. Just saying. But anyways, when people get down on me for putting brat, their uh, ketchup on brats, I just have to think of the, the famous theologian Billy Joel in his famous words. He said, I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. Go ahead with your own life. Yeah, you just leave me alone. You have to do that when you say that quote. Anyways, I couldn't find the sauerkraut for the life of me. Now, I get on the app because nobody, even though there's a thousand personal shoppers, nobody knows where it's at. So I get on the app to find the aisle. Now, there's two different kinds of sauerkraut. One's canned and one's like in the cold section or I don't It says it was like in the produce area. Couldn't find either of them. And all the people that I asked tell me the same thing. It's in this aisle. I've been to that aisle. It is not there. Well, then go to this aisle. I've been to that aisle as well. Still nothing there. And But they don't care. They don't care. They're like, mm, guess we don't have it. But you, but it says you do. You said you have a lot of it. They're like, mm, eh. It's just, it's frustrating. Also, I finally got the sauerkraut, not from Walmart. I went to Publix. And I also, I, a quick side note on the Publix, I went there looking for sauerkraut. And the guy's like, I, I just started working here. I, I'm from another store, so I don't know where it's at. And I just looked at him. And he looked at me. And I looked back at him and then he was like, oh, then he pulled out his little phone and he looked it up and he was able to take me right there. Can you just do your job? Do your job. Anyways, also, I finally got the sauerkraut and the day came where I was cooking the brats. And uh, my friend here said, you know, you got to cook this sauerkraut. I'm like, what? I'm not cooking sauerkraut. I don't have anything to cook sauerkraut. We're outside at a tailgate. And I'm like, it's going to be cold. 
And then other people were like, yeah, that's how it's supposed So I don't really, I still don't, I still can't wrap my mind around sauerkraut. So it is what it is. But back to Walmart, when I got everything that I needed, mostly everything I needed, and I go to checkout, it is 90% self-checkout. And um, here's the thing. I had things that I couldn't go. I mean, I guess I could go to self-checkout, but number one, I had like some things that you have to look up. That's a hassle. And I had some beer to cook the brats in. So it would have been a whole thing. I got to show my ID. Even if I go to self-checkout, then the light comes on and then they have to come over and do some work. It's like, I just need to go to an aisle, let somebody do it. And I don't feel like working for Walmart every time I'm there. You know, I'm not a volunteer worker at Walmart. So I go to a line. Now there is like 50 empty checkout lines where there's nobody at and only two of them are open. And uh, the woman running the lane that I'm in, she wanted to look and comment on every item that's there. And of course, the person before me in line has a shopping cart that is like spilling over with stuff. So it's going to be a while. I had to pack a lunch, right? And here's the thing. When, when you do have limited lines uh, where there's actually a human checking out, you know, running the cash register, you get one of two people. It's either the one who wants to look at everything and comment on it and, and shoot the breeze and make small talk and all that, or it's an angry person that is irritated that you're in the line and why don't you just go to self-checkout? And it's like, dude, if everybody just went self-checkout, you wouldn't be here. You're welcome for giving you a job, but no, they don't see that. They're angry. Ugh, why can't people just go self-checkout? I just want to sit here and look on my phone. That's the way it is. Now, in the line that I'm at, the woman's commenting on everything. She's trying to make small talk with a woman in front of me. Oh, is this good? I've never had this before. Oh, I didn't know we had. It's like, oh, just ring it out. But in the middle of it, she stops what she's doing. There's a line. Like the, there's quite a few people in my line waiting. She stops. She's yelling across like a couple of aisles. Like, Becky. Hey, Becky. Becky. And then finally, I haven't had my break yet. And the woman's like, okay, I'll talk to somebody. And I feel like, look, if you're going to work so slow, because she was like a sloth ringing people out, maybe you don't get a break. Breaks are for efficient people. Your whole work ethic is a break right now, Sandra. And, and I, but no, here's the, here's the silver lining for this time that I spent in line waiting. Cause it was a long time. There was a couple that pulled in behind me, you know, with their items that they need to be checked out. And we were waiting there so long that a woman walked away, the wife or girlfriend was, and she came back and she tossed in the basket, some Swedish fish flavored marshmallows. And the husband or boyfriend, whatever he is, he was like, oh, we're, we're getting candy now? And she's like, no, it's not candy. It's marshmallows. And he's like, but it's Swedish fish. She goes, it's Swedish fish flavored marshmallows, but it's not Swedish fish. And he goes, well, it's still candy. She goes, no, it's not. And they go back and forth for a little while. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Yeah. 
and it's funny. And I'm like, ha And so I text my wife and I'm like, hey, this couple behind me is getting an argument about Swedish fish marshmallows being candy or not. And my wife's like, well, it is candy. And, and I was like, I know, right? And, and the husband is like, regardless, of, he gets to the point where he's like, regardless of what flavor it is, marshmallows are pure sugar. So yeah, they are candy. And I was like, mm-hmm, take that, Jessica, whatever her name is. And then she dropped this bomb. She goes, oh, well, if I were to go down to the baking island and get a bag of sugar, would I be buying candy? No. Even if it's pure sugar, we've established, you know, we've established sugar is not candy. End of discussion. And then I was like, man, she is right. I'm team Jessica right now. Jessica just dropped the truth bomb. So I had to text that to Lauren and she's like, that's not true. She's like, marshmallows are in the candy aisle. I'm like, are they? I don't know. I rarely go down the candy aisle. She goes, yeah, same with chocolate chips. They're both baking and the candy aisle. Now, I don't ever remember seeing either marshmallows or chocolate chips, but you know what? I'm not in a position to, to argue it because I don't know. I don't go down that aisle, whatever. But uh, that it got it got a little weird. And I was like, man, I'm really on board with the, with the Jessica and, and Lauren. She's uh, putting her all her stock in, in Team Stanley or whatever his name is. So... At least that gave me a little thing to uh, to entertain myself as I'm as online. But still makes me think, like, I'm not even clear. It's still a mystery to me. Is it candy? Is marshmallows a candy? I wouldn't think that's candy. If some trick-or-treaters came up and I just dropped some marshmallows in there, that'd be pretty weird. They'd be like, why are you giving me marshmallows? It's candy, kid. They'd be like, no, it's not. It's marshmallows. I know. And then my wife would jump back. Yes, it is. It's pure sugar. It's in both candy. And I'd be like, ah. It's all, it's a whole thing. So what about marshmallow fluff? Are we going to consider that candy? It's not in the candy aisle, I'm sure, but it's still the same thing. It's just liquid form. I don't know. But then if you think about pure sugar, isn't that what a pixie stick is? There is a lot of gray area in the whole candy situation. I just, we got to figure it out. Now for marshmallows, I don't actually eat them because number one, they have a weird white food issue, uh, being that I don't eat, I try not to eat white foods like, or liquids. Like I don't like mayo or ranch or anything that's white. I don't really like Alfredo sauce. If I get something with Alfredo sauce, you got to dump a little of the, uh, regular marinara and mix it up a little bit. It needs to be a little pink or something. It's just weird to me. So I don't really, you know, all that kind of stuff, but I do like marshmallows and rice crispy treats. Because that's what makes a Rice Krispie Treat. I know it's weird. It doesn't make sense. But that's just how I roll. But I haven't had a good Rice Krispie Treat since my grandma passed away. So pretty much Rice Krispies are dead to me now. Because the actual Rice Krispie Treats that you can buy at the store suck. They're awful. They're gross. They're hard. They're not. They're just, come on. Who wants it? I don't even know how that's on the market anymore. They're disgusting. Anyways. Back to the Walmart situation. Here's something else. Okay, I also went to Walmart to buy these like eight by ten picture stand frame thingies, right? So I needed to put it, I needed to put print out something and put it in there as like a display, you know. Um, I don't know what they're called, 
But I looked up on the website, web, Walmart's website, and it said they had them and how much it was. It fit within the budget that I had set for myself. So when I was at Walmart, I was going to pick them up. I needed to get six of them. So as I'm looking for it, big shocker, couldn't find it anywhere. I was like, ugh. And so instead of going to look for one of the personal shoppers, you were going to be absolutely no help either. I get on the site because it does tell you which aisle it's in. So when I get to the site and I put in the stuff, I find them, oh, I look, there's no aisle because, oh, it says we'll ship to you in two days. So they don't actually have it in the store. And that is a huge problem for me because no one wants to stock everything because you could just order it from Amazon or something like that. No, we order from Amazon because you don't have it. That is the problem. I used to sell music gear to mom and pop stores all throughout the country, right? And I would go with these amazing deals for these things. And I'm like, hey, you could buy X amount for this deal. And then you, this, let me show you the profit margin and all this stuff. And they're like, nah, I don't want, I, I don't stock those kind of things because people just get it to get it from Amazon. Yes, they get it from Amazon because they can't come here and get it. It's crazy. You just don't get it. It's insane. And uh, I had that happen to me here. I moved here uh, when, when I got here. I needed to get uh, a certain stereo cable. It's a pretty, it's a pretty normal cable. It was a, it was a quarter inch to eighth inch um, stereo cable that I needed. And I went to Guitar Center in North Charleston and they didn't have it. And it was really frustrating because I could just, I just knew the conversation would be a, hey, people just get that from Amazon. Well, I came here to get it, to give you money instead of giving Amazon the money. What are we thinking? How are we going to make this work? That is why Guitar Center is in bankruptcy for the last 15 years. That's a true fact. Just if you want to look it up. I don't even like going to Guitar Center because I've did, done so much work with mom and pop stores and I like the local thing. Like it. Guitar, it's like the evil enemy of music. I just don't. And then people love it so much because it's one of the better stores around. I don't know. Here and in, in where I live, Guitar Center is the best music store. And the store here is filthy. The first time I went in there, you know, it was in 2020. So it was right after pandemic, right after the uh, George Floyd riots all over the country. Um, and so I went in there and it was just a disaster. And I was like, Hey, did you guys get looted? And they're like, no, why? And I just like looked around and I'm like, Oh, you, this is just the way the store looks. Wow. You guys are pigs. Uh, I was like, wow. I've just never seen a store this disorganized. And there's like literally boxes on the ground. It, it's, it's crazy. I don't know who runs the store. Isn't there like a district manager that comes around to make sure things look right? Because they sure haven't been there. Because I've been here for two years, it looks the same. It's a pigsty. But I have to go to Guitar Center because there's other music stores around here have little to nothing to offer. It's like, so here, Amazon, here we come. Because that's just the way things work. But if more stores would stock the stuff that people need to grow their business, they could afford to stock other stuff to make more money. I know it's a crazy concept, but it works. Just like malls. Okay, who doesn't love, if you're my age, you, you, there's a special spot in your heart for malls. They were like, if you think of a mall, you think of a good time. Like, it was so much fun to go to a mall. Uh, 
I remember living in Ottawa. We lived about an hour from the suburbs of Chicago. And my neighbors would be like, hey, do you want to go with us to the Fox Valley Mall? And I'm like, yes. It was like, of course, it's going to be amazing. And because the town that I lived in, uh, we didn't have a mall, but the one the town over had a, like a little tiny one. And people used to go to that mall all the time and hang out. It's the thing you did. I mean, back in the day, malls were just the best. Go and watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High and tell me you don't want to hang out at that mall. I want to go there every weekend if I could. If I could get in a time machine, just go back and just hang out at that mall at Fast Times. Because it was magical. It was amazing. Everybody was in there. You could just walk around aimlessly, uh, meet up with friends, and buy cool stuff. Yeah, man, the mall was awesome. But nowadays, malls make me sad. Just recently, uh, I took my girls to this uh, mall in West Ashley called Citadel Mall. And it was depressing. My youngest actually had an anxiety attack from it being so miserable. Like, it felt like you could feel sadness as you walked around. Because you could tell it used to be a really good mall, and it's just now dead. There could have been zombies coming out at any point to attack us. That's how dead it was. It reminded me, in, in the, the Chicago suburbs, there's a, a mall called the Bloomingdale Mall, which used to be fantastic. And I had to go there because there was a music store in there. Um, that I would sell stuff to and the mall was completely dead. There was like six stores still open and you just walked around and you, you were just waiting to see a tumbleweed roll across and it bummed me out every time I was there. The only thing that made me go back other than selling that, by the way, it was a terrible music store too, but, uh, the only thing that made me look forward to it is there was a Sabaro's pizza in there. Now I know Sabaro's pizza is like the lowest level of pizza that you can get. Mall pizza has never been great, but Sabaro's is just like, it's greasy and nasty. But sometimes you just need a little yuck pizza, like a, a cheap whatever, just to get you going. Sometimes you need it. Of course, we all love our, our deep dish stuffed pizza from Chicago. We Right. But sometimes you got to get that working class pizza. And so that's what, that's what I did. But, uh, but malls used to be so amazing, and I worked in a mall. I was I worked in the Fox Valley Mall, and I worked in the Charleston Mall, uh, Charlestown, not Charleston, Charlestown Mall, which was in St. Charles, at Foot Action. And I have great memories of just hanging out there. And you would see, you get to know not only the people who work in the mall, but the mall walkers, you know, that would come in the morning, and just the, the regular people, and you start coming up with names. Me and my boss, Tony, had all different names for people. Uh, one girl always walked by. We called her tight hammies because she didn't seem like she could, like she needed to stretch her hamstrings out because it was tight. That's the way she was walking. She couldn't bend the legs completely. And it was hilarious. Look, here goes tight hammies just went by. And then we had a guy working for us that um, he had this bulge in the, in his nether regions where we were sure he was stuffing some socks in his, in his pants. And one day, uh, since we were working at a shoe store, um, we had benches. And so like you get down on a knee or whatever and help somebody with the shoes and, and all that stuff. And, and my boss took a squirt bottle cause we'd have to do, you know, we'd put uh, water resistant spray on shoes and then we'd, uh, show how, if you got water, it just kind of beat up whatever. So this one guy is talking to a customer. He's uh, kind of like on a knee and Tony, 
gets the other side, he gets a squirt bottle, and he goes under and he just starts squirting the dude's crotch. <laughs> and it just gets completely saturated. He doesn't notice. So clearly, we've established something is tucked in there to keep it him from feeling it wet. He was so mad, but it was it was hilarious. It's good. I call that the squirt the crotch story. <laughs> so good. Uh, another one more story about my buddy manager. <laughs> so he was getting married uh, in the next week, and so we were working late at the mall. Um, it was kind of kind of dead. Not a lot of people there, but he wanted to make his wedding night a little extra special. So he sent me to Spencer Gifts to get some some sort of like enhancing lotions for his night, if you know what I mean. So he's my boss. I'm going to do what he tells me to do. Like there's nothing else to do to sit in the store doing nothing. So I'm going to go. Anyways, I get to Spencer's and I get to the section that has those type of things. And I didn't realize there were so many options of lotions and lubes and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm taking mental notes like, okay, they got this, this, all right. I'm looking at different options because I can't buy something. I got to go back to him and ask him what he wants. So I came back to the store, not realizing there was actually a couple people in there because there was like clothing racks and all that. And I, I, I didn't see everybody. So I came in and I'm like, Hey, Tony, I found some lotion. Uh, they're called motion lotion. There's this, there's the different flavors. There's like strawberry, there's raspberry, this and that. There's even some lotion that the more you move, like the friction causes it to heat up. Like I'm just going on and on. And he's just looking at me with these eyes wide open. Like, Oh, like, because I didn't know there was people there. So it seems as if I'm talking about me and him are getting some lotions for us and that we're some sort of gay couple or something. Now he was like, and I thought it was hilarious. Once I saw it, I was like, Oh, and I started laughing. Then you got to kind of play it up and be like, so sweetie, you know, but, uh, he was a little embarrassed, but I thought that was funny too. I don't remember which one he wanted. I'm sure it was like the motion lotion where it heats it up. I'm just saying if you, if you needed a, a happy ending, it all worked out. He's still married. Same woman. Good stuff. It's probably the lotion that did it. That wedding night must have been magical. I know I said one more story just a minute ago, but really this is the last one because I can't leave this small story out. This is this is an embarrassing story for me. I might have told this before in a recent, in a, an old podcast, but anyways, I was single working at the mall. You know, you're checking out people. You're, you're in the dating scene. Right across from my store, I worked at Foot Action, was this place called Watch World. And there was a girl who I really found attractive, and she worked at Watch World. Now, I didn't really talk to her much. Maybe when she walked by, hi. You know, that's that's kind of the extent of it, whatever. And everybody's like, you should go talk to her. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to whatever. So kind of put it up. Uh, so then one day, I'm standing at the front of the store, you know, kind of just waiting and she's at Watch World, and she's looking at me. I look at her, and she gets out of the Watch World, and she comes over to talk to me. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So she comes over, and she's like, hey, when are you going to buy me a cup of coffee? Now, to a normal person, you would think, let's go get a cup of coffee right now. And I would go down to the to the place to get coffee. And we, um, even though I don't drink coffee, I would have had a coffee. I would have I forced it down. You know, like, this would have been a cool way, a good date. We would have maybe blossomed into this to a relationship. Who knows? But me being an idiot, me being so ridiculous and stupid, I reach into my pocket. I pull out a dollar and I hand it to her. I go, there you go. And she just, she took the dollar, looked at me like, wow, and walked away. 
And I sat there just oblivious to the, like the idiocy that I just did. Like what you, you blew it. And it took me a little while to realize my mistake, but now it's too late. I, I blew it. There's, there's no go back from that. And to this day, that's one of the only, I, there's not a lot of things that have ever embarrassed me, but that moment is so embarrassing. I just cringe looking back at it. Like, what was I thinking? How dumb are you? But whatever. I actually have, speaking of malls, I have a good idea, though, that would revitalize malls across America. And the idea is great, but I need, you know, a lot of money to do it. Maybe a billion dollars. I don't know. But here's the thing. You take old dead malls and you build apartment complexes onto them. They're attached. The mall obviously would have a food court with fast food, all that stuff. But uh, other restaurants in the, in the outer wings that are that are a step above, like decent ones, like Chili's, Olive Garden, Buffalo Wild Wings, those sort of places, you take one of the big department stores that used to be there. That now turns into uh, a grocery store. And then another of the big de- department stores would be like a Lowe's or, or a Menards, Home Depot, something like that. You also have, uh, you know, hair salon, nail salons. Then you have the other little store that would get, that would revitalize it. Other stores would come in. Maybe another department store would come back. You'd have, you'd have a lot of different things in there. And this, this would be like, once you're in that apartment complex, because the the complex would have hundreds of people in it, right? They're automatically going to go to that, that mall. They're going to go to the grocery store. They're going to go. So there's a lot of people there. So the mall is back to life. Maybe you you even uh, have like, because uh, I know in Indianapolis they have this mall, and then the third floor is all like nightclubs and bars and and that kind of scene, which is really cool too. You could do that. There's a lot of different things that, that could revitalize it, bring it back, bring back mom and pop stores. They have a music store. It could be so cool. It could be really cool. You could have a, like a live venue in the center of the mall where where people play, and it'd just be a gathering place. I, I think I think I'm onto something. I, I trademarked and copied it and copyrighted it. So you can't steal that idea. No, I didn't. But what's the point of all this today? Well, it is that apparently retail is bad. Kind of. I mean, today with technology, Amazon, the internet, people being lazy, has it made retail better? No, no, it hasn't. Back in the day before all this technology and ease of ordering online, we weren't in the pickle that we are now. Inflation, dead malls, stores not having what you need because you can only buy it online. And it was better. It was better, don't you think? And back in the day when we had to go to a mall, we had to interact with people. It's crazy. How did we do it? Now everyone just walks around a mall like zombies with their head down at their at their phone, only to look up once in a while for a selfie. And guess what? It's sad. I'd love to sort of get back to that instead of like back in the day of that kind of mall instead of ordering online because online ordering, it's stale. It's stale. And can we get some more freaking people to open up lanes at Walmart? Would it kill you? You know how much stuff is stolen every day at the self-checkout lanes at Walmart? 
I don't know either, but I, I bet you it's a lot. Open the lanes. So that's really what I have today. Sorry for it mostly being a, a rant. I'm not really sorry. So have a good one and I'll see you Wednesday. <laughs>